Welcome to the Asia Mania Podcast, episode 111, 111, and this is a new, new uh, another music special, number four, but this time I'm not by myself, I'm with the, the music podcast maestro, Tyler. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show, even. Can't buy. <laughs> can't buy. Well, I was having a coffee before, but I uh, can't really crack a can of coffee unless I'm in Japan, true. but I'm going true, back to Japan true. in November. Yeah, I miss those a little... Small but strong coffees. coffee bossu. Oh, the boss cup, yeah. Boss With Tommy Ale, Lee yeah. Jones on the <laughs> for some reason. Uchu, his name's Uchu Jin Jones. Is that what they call that. him there? Yeah, Uchu Jin Jones. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> Which cool. means alien, alien Jones. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having a few of those when I get back over there. Though I won't uh, be having so- hangovers because I'm going with my oldest daughter, so I won't be getting uh, pissed every night. True, well, you'll feel a lot better. <laughs> oh, well, I feel fine. Oh, I spewed my guts up a couple of times over there, but generally yeah. when you're on holiday, wake up, it's like, all right, let's get out there yeah. and see the place. Let's, let's get sure, an adventure. Right oh, yeah, yeah, you power through. <laughs> yeah. So typically, well, do you want to do a little plug for uh, Abstract Japan? I've got Abstract Mania written in front of me. It's like, oh, that's sure that. Sure thing, yeah. It's, it's essentially, if no one caught yet, it's our two names mashed together. Yeah. Abstract Japan and Asia Mania. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just I do a uh, Japanese music related podcast called the Abstract Japan Podcast. Essentially, uh, it's kind of a project. Things extend off that, but generally, that's what I've been doing lately. And you can just go to abstractjapan.com and tune in and see what's going on. There's lots of different music all the time, and every show is different. So. Open up your mind and come on through. It's <laughs> the last time you were on uh, Asia Mania. We, I had uh, proposed this idea to you at the end about let's do uh, an episode together where um, yeah. no Japan music. I picked uh, 10 random Asian countries and I uh, just went mm-hmm. odds and evens, random, put them in a random number generator thing. And mm-hmm. So let's see which countries we get each. So we've got 10 yeah. countries here and we've got a delegated five each and let's go out on the internet and see what songs we can uh, – bring to the show each and in the future there will be another version of this on abstract japan yep a f- so, kind of a follow-up yeah just flip side on our end so, well, why not <laughs> so <laughs> you you're know? gonna have a <laughs> episode on abstract japan with no japanese music that's gonna be yeah that is, oh, it'll be you've that, broken yeah, down all the walls now hell yeah you have to sometime i can't you can't be abstract without doing that so yeah. <laughs> i'm coming through forth with the name so the format of this show is we're going to do a song at a time have a little bit of a chat just introduce the band and whatever information we could find out about them then we're going to play the mm-hmm. song then we're going to come back and so on and so forth bit of a, a wrap up maybe at the at the end of uh, how we felt overall about the songs but first up you had china so what did you pick for that oh yeah this one was uh, i guess the closest you could categorize them as is grindcore. That's kind of within itself a very vague term, but uh, it's a band called Cave Have Rod. One of the weirdest, kind of like awkward names for a band I've Doesn't ever seen. Doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cave Have Rod. And uh, they're from Beijing, I guess. And I came across this because late one night, um, you know, just a little lifted, a little drunk, uh, doing some YouTube surfing and I end up, I'm a metalhead, so I'll end up, you know, coming across like looking at live footage of weird, like this part came from uh, looking at footage from this 
it's uh, I guess it's a it's a festival of all grindcore stuff, which is strange, just like genre of music, like kind of heavy and non-technical and very brutal. Uh, but it can get really silly, and there's this uh, there's this really um, uh, awesome looking festival called the Obscene Extreme Festival, and I think one is obviously somewhere in you know the Finland or you know somewhere Sweden or something awesome like that, and I guess they have one in Japan now too, which is pretty awesome. I'd definitely like to to, to check that out. But uh, just surfing, obscure, obs- what is it? Obscure, upstream. Hold on, let me, let me look. Yeah, <laughs> it might be similar to the Bloodstock Festival that they have in the UK. That Chris oh, yeah. Lacey's going to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obscene extreme. That's what it is. Yeah, they have one in. Um, I'm not sure, but it, it's uh, the music. When they say music, I see it. It's spelled M S I C K. Freak friendly extreme music. Open air festival in uh, what's uh the country code CZ? Is that CZ? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, uh, checked? No. Uh, no, I don't know. This is it's dead air. <laughs> dead air. Dead air. <laughs> yeah. CZ. I don't know. Someone need input. Need input. <laughs> so yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, somewhere somewhere out there, awesome. And this song is called Buying Vegetables. Yeah, this song is apparently just about going out and buying vegetables. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to play this song and then we'll be back with the next one.
All right, so that was a bit uh, heavy. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, sorry, you go. That's funny. It's uh, I don't know how to describe it. So <laughs> heavy's a good one. Uh, so here's my first pick. So I had Philippines given to me, and so I just thought, how am I going? What am I going to find for Philippines? So I thought. Uh, Let's put in like a Filipino reggae, uh, reggae festival and just sort of, I'm sort of like blending things together and see what would come up. So I need to get really abstract as possible to out abstract abstract you. <laughs> and so then I found some festivals and found some band names. All right, let's see what I can find by these guys. So there was a band called Brownman Revival. And uh, first difficult uh, word to say of the, the show is Hitiksabunga. It's the name of the Sounds track. Something like that, yeah. That's uh, how I would pronounce it. I don't know. I think most of the bands that you found, or the songs, they weren't on Spotify, so I couldn't like, see how many monthly listeners they have, which is a thing I like to look at, just to sort of gauge sure. their popularity. Yeah. yeah. So this one's quite popular. They've got 111,573 monthly not, Spotify listeners. Not bad, not bad. So Brownman Revival is a Filipino reggae band founded in November 1994. They count Bob Marley, Big Mountain, Aswad, and UB40 among their musical influence, as well as Filipino reggae groups Tropical Depression and Coco Jam. <laughs> I like those. <laughs> yeah. uh, one also describes... very, very Filipino. You can feel the heat from those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one author <laughs> describes Brownman Revival's music as reggae-inspired beats with traditional folk pop rhythms and the bassist of lyrical themes. Now, bassist or bassist, I'm not sure what that word was meant to be. It might be a typo there. But sure. I, I, I quite <laughs> enjoyed this one. Yeah, did you, uh, like, did you uh, look up all chill. these? Yeah, I looked. At, I took took a look at uh, all your tracks. And, yeah, I sent you these uh, a while ago. So. This one has a music video to go with it. and. It's pretty pretty good. It's pretty you know standard music videos, cool cool shades. There's food. There's sexy ladies, you know, and there's rocking out, you know, reggae style. It's just kind of yeah, music. it's like reggae rock. You know, pretty good. I I enjoyed it. Play this while drinking in the swim pool, something like that. That'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. All right, yeah. so we're gonna play this song, and then we'll be back with uh, Tyler's next pick.
right. So what was your next one? All right. This one, this one's uh, hard to pronounce. Chowiwan Dumnern. I think. Yeah. Chowiwan Dumnern. From Thailand. Uh, yes. This one's from Thailand. Uh, this one, yeah, just kind of searching, just looked up Thai, like Thai psychedelic. Because uh, a lot of times for, you know, if you're looking for old weird stuff from countries, they'll have compilations that someone just uh, graciously did uh, and kind of released. And this one came off a, a compilation, which in itself is a long title. It's the Sound of Siam, Left Field Look Thung, Jazz and Molam from Thailand from 1964 to 1975. So this very specific compilation and actually it's really good, very thorough. Uh, and and I, I looked through a lot of the tracks and that one just kind of rung a bell with me and my soul. So that's why I chose that one. Yeah, I haven't had a whole, I haven't listened to these a whole bunch of times, so I can't remember which one this one was. But I think I like that one, yeah. This wasn't sure. a screaming one, was it? No. no, this one's pretty funky. It's an old, old one. It has like a female singer. Yeah, which kind yeah. of has very, very unique style of of singing. It's very kind of simple, but it has a little psychedelic twist to it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna play that, and then we'll be back. Oh, I be 
All right, my next one. This is uh, probably my favourite one that I found out of all my tracks here, and for the ones that's uh, coming up on uh, Abstract Japan. I keep on getting these titles mixed up in my head. Yeah, uh, no, which no, which one am I saying? Is it Abstract <laughs> Mania, Abstract Japan? Yeah. Uh, so Malaysia, we've got uh, Sudoman Arashad. That's the artist's name, and the song is called Salam Terakir. It's got he's got twenty three thousand three hundred eighty three monthly Spotify listeners. Wow. Sudaman was a Malaysian singer and songwriter. He had started his career in nineteen seventy six. He's the title holder of Asia's number one performer. In March nineteen eighty nine, he won Asia's uh, Popular Music Award competition at Royal o- Albert Hall in London. He was known as the singing lawyer, the people singer, <laughs> the patriot singer, and the Elvis Presley of Malaysia. He was also a composer, nice. lawyer, writer, cartoonist, entrepreneur, and actor. Now, this just sort of had an epic sound to it, and I really want to check out some more by this guy. What do you think of this one? Yeah, it was. It had a classic. Uh, I can see why they, they threw him in as the Elvis of Malaysia kind, kind of, you know, it's like very sort of um, soulful, like powerful, um, you know, song, vocal song ballads. Sounds like a real showman. <laughs> Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, kind of like a yeah, little bit of a Vegas Malaysia type thing going on. He sounds yeah. he sounds like a big yeah. deal. He's he's really yes. good. Yeah, he did, I did notice he has a he he has a very high range. He hits some pretty high notes. Yeah. I was impressed. I was like, damn. <laughs> I have no idea what he's singing about, but it sounds pretty yeah. important. That's what I thought. I'm sure it's about love and heartbreak and and. That's about it. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's a just a great sounded song. So now yeah. we're going to play this and we'll be back. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Next, we're changing up the tempo again. What have you got for us here? Yeah, this one's from Singapore. Uh, this guy is called Shiga Shay, uh, and this is a song featuring, I think, another Singapore artist, uh, Tosh Rock. Uh, this one was, yeah, just I looked up uh, Singapore rap or Singapore hip hop because I wanted to kind of you know, have a little bit of everything in this episode. So I was like, uh, we'll see what's going on in there. And that was actually a decent one. This guy, Shigashe, which is actually seems very, probably pretty popular, pretty mainstream. Yeah, he's uh, the only one that was on Spotify, yeah. I think, that you had brought to the show. Yeah, and I see his numbers. He's actually got some information about him as well. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. find, like all these other ones, I could barely find anything out about him. Didn't have Wikipedia yeah. pages and things like that. Yeah, sometimes it's tough. But yeah, I'll read this out. I guess he has a 2,366 monthly Spotify listeners. I don't know. Uh, Spotify and everything. <laughs> Seems like more of a radio hit kind of guy. I'm sure there's like a Singaporean uh, uh, version of MTV. I could definitely see his stuff on there. Yeah. That's pretty good. This song's kind of a little aggressive, a little dark song. And it says on the Spotify thing, he's a Singaporean hip-hop artist, songwriter, director, and music producer. He has been recently featured on the covers of Juice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I remember seeing that flying around back in the day. It sounds familiar. Juice Juice was still a thing. Uh, In the Today newspaper and the Pioneer magazine. Having had over 2 million YouTube videos, Views. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's that's in you know descriptions now. How many YouTube views you have? Uh, he had. Let's see. He has. He has also been labeled one of the top fifty men to look out for in 2015 by the Esquire magazine. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, damn! Like top twenty dudes to look out for by Esquire. I mean, that's that's a pretty good bump. What, what right is there. Esquire? Isn't that like a fashion thing? I think it's kind of like a, uh, what do you call it? Like, yeah, like posh fashion culture. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking it was. Yeah. You know, lots of lots of uh, tailored suits and fancy, you know, fancy shit. Not my kind of magazine description. <laughs> uh, but a very, very well-known and popular and established magazine, so that's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, he's also a founder of the hip-hop group Grizzle Grind Crew, as well as production company Grizzle Films. So, yeah, that's pretty pretty solid music video too that came with this one. Uh, and there's not much to say. I hope you dig it. Yeah, he seems a pretty popular guy. 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, hip hop, uh, especially Asian hip hop. I'm not a huge fan of it unless sure, it's, it's like comedic it's not things. <laughs> like Tai Mai Shu. Tai Mai Shu, what's that? Is that a- <laughs> oh, man. If you have not heard of that, you, uh, you just, I don't know. Is that a song or an artist name? It's definitely comedy, like fake comedy song straight from like mid 90s is the old one. Yeah, it's a comedy Asian rap. Very, very, very racist. Have you heard <laughs> Notorious MSG? Because they... I heard, but, yeah, I think I heard uh, you guys talking about that. In, yeah, like, like straight out of uh, Canton instead of straight out of uh, Compton and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I looked a little bit up. It was pretty funny. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so now everybody's about to hear some Singaporean uh, hip-hop rap, and we'll be right back with another one. Jesus. 
All right, now we're going a bit uh, old school here. Well, old classical pop music, something from Vietnam with Huang Lan, and the song's t- title is Lang Toy. This woman has uh, 1,259 monthly Spotify listeners. Um, just a little bit of information about her. A former child prodigy. I thought I someone said porno or something. <laughs> former child <laughs> pornography. Yeah. That, huh? A former child prodigy in South Vietnam who at the age of five made a professional debut on the traditional Vietnamese opera stage known as Koi Lung alongside her famous father. Due to the new regimes, governmental restrictions imposed on Vietnam's performing arts sector after 1975, Huang Lan had to put aside her career as a pop music singer during the last three years she'd spent in Saigon before moving to France in 1978, where she still uh, continues to release music. Now that's a Spotify description. Holy shit. That wasn't on Spotify. I had to go to some weird website. Uh, There's there's the link there underneath. I don't know where I went to find some information about her. You just go to these websites like, oh, my God, I'm on some Vietnamese website and uh, (laughs) trying to change the... uh, do the translate and then uh, with the broken <laughs> English trying to make it make sense. Yeah, let's see alonhack.net. Slash bat hat slash lang toy nak son Yeah, you get there in the end. Dot so, HTM. So, what, what, kind of, yeah, what kind of music would you describe this as? It's like a 70s pop music, or not even pop, but you know, there's some sort of classical sense to it, I think. Yeah, kind of in a sense at that time, like almost everything was pop <laughs> in a sense, because everything has to be like through a major, you know, record label or release. There wasn't like indie shit back then, but I guess in that sense, yeah, it's pop. It sort of sounds like it would be the theme to a, a movie or something, like a Vietnamese uh, movie. Yeah, I'm That's sure. That's the vibe I got from it. Yeah. I'm sure Tarantino would get wet in the pants. For... Yeah, it actually reminded me of the theme from Lady Snowblood, which was used in Kill Bill. Ah, uh, true. That's something that reminded nice, me of. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to play this song, and then we'll be back with Indonesia.
Tyler, so what have you got for us now? Alright, this one, uh, I think this one, you put the incorrect notes in it. It's definitely not death metal. It's uh, it's kind of like emo core, easy oh, core. Okay. I, I must have copied the wrong things into here. Yeah, there's probably another caress in Indonesia, but that piques my interest after, after Disco this. Disco death. <laughs> yeah, Disco, Disco death, death metal soul. Death soul. That, looks, that sounds amazing. Uh, but this song was... Um, I actually had in my YouTube kind of watch later queue for a while because uh, this one I was just uh, YouTube surfing uh, for for that type of music and came across, you know, it came in the suggestions from another video. So this one I've actually had in my queue for a while. I just dug, dug their two, they have two songs on YouTube and that's all I can find. Hmm. I have no clue. Yeah, I couldn't find anything about the band or anything. Very, very super indie type thing when we get around to abstract japan that show i've found the best indonesian song ever it's like nice. i found a band and it's like oh my god i love this it's so catchy so i'm looking forward to <laughs> when we Sweet. record that and all you listeners Sweet. get to hear that song yeah it's gonna be fun but uh okay we're gonna play some of this uh is it karita kita or sarita kita i'm not sure uh that's i have no clue yeah you guess i'm not sure if they uh, in indonesia if they have a soft C or a hard C sort of sound by a caress. Yang telah kita nantikan Semua waktu 
All right. Now the next one was my pick, and we've got uh, some South Korean music. We've got uh, the Rock Tigers with their track Rockabilly Heaven. Now this was a fun listen, I thought. Yeah, that was, this one's tight. It's definitely, like it says in the title, yeah, it's very rockabilly. Tight, we've got, we've got some rockabilly stuff, stuff yeah. So yeah. W- when I was looking for this, it's like, okay, let's find some Asian rockabilly and see what comes up. And a South Korea band came. I was like, okay, nice. use this. Nice. Uh, so they have 53 monthly Spotify listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on. <laughs> so 53 dedicated listeners. All our listeners are too be too busy out rocking out and smoking cigarettes and drinking <laughs> drinking Jack Daniels. So <laughs> yeah, there and we go. Goats and all that. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they too busy. It takes you know an hour and a half to get that pompadour going. The rock tiger. Yeah, <laughs> the rock tigers were were a South Korean rock and roll band formed in two thousand one. The rock tigers had a style that was rooted in the nineteen forties and nineteen fifties jump blues, boogie woogie, and rockabilly. That sets them apart from other Korean indie bands. They branded their style of music as kimchi billy <laughs> <laughs> to represent awesome. the Korean take on the style, referring to Korea's representative food, kimchi, <laughs> and for years held monthly kimchi, kimchi billy nights. The term was coined by a foreign fan of the band. Although not part of the Korean mainstream, the Rock Tigers have developed a cult following, especially among their expat community and tourists with their energetic live shows around the Hongdae club scene. At the end of 2013, lead vocalist Velvet Gina left the band. Rather than break up, the rest of the band members recruited new male vocalist Chol Su and reformed as Street Guns. So I really enjoyed this band. Yeah, uh, lots of fun. I haven't listened to a whole lot of Rock Billy in the past, but it's good. I like it. Yeah, I dig it. Makes me think of the the rockabilly Japanese dancers at the Yoyogi Park. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. I saw you uh, sent a, a link to one of your friends. And yeah, that was to Chris Lee. Every time I see it, that just makes me smile. It's yeah. awesome. Such a dedication. Yeah, it's 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 you know specific time once a week in Yoyogi Park. Yeah, I showed the video place. to my daughter. And it's like we're going to see this. You can dance with him if you want to. It's like I'm not dancing. With them. <laughs> it's like oh come on, it'll be fun. I, w- I totally would. I've never come across it when I was there, so I definitely have to find out when, when it is. I think it's just on Sundays <laughs> they do it. True. As long as the weather's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Awesome. So yeah. we're going to play some uh, Kimchi Rock Billy. Tigers. <laughs> Kimchi Billy music, and then we'll be back.
All right, we're back, and another one of uh, Tyler's picks here. All right, yeah, this one's from Taiwan. This band's called Skip Skip Ben Ben. <laughs> hey, it's got Just a name. coincidence, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it was a pleasant coincidence. Uh, this one, yeah, it's a. Uh, they have, I guess, I look. Ooh, one thirty monthly Spotify listeners. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I was just looking up ones online. This one was on Bandcamp, actually. Um, and I see their tags put in there as alternative gra- garage punk indie rock noise pop psychedelic Taipei. So is that I guess correct, or did I put the wrong ones in there as well? No, that I put I put that in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it looks like they're from Taipei, and yeah, I, I guess I probably looked up uh, psychedelic, even though they spelt it wrong. But like, <laughs> that's, that's fine. They're not their primary language. Psycho with a P S Y C O D L. I see. That's funny. Psychedelic. Yeah, pretty pretty good stuff. Very indie rock type. It made me think of the soundtrack from The Crow. Really? Yeah, the, like grungy type of uh, music. I get kind of. Uh, I don't know. I know those soundtracks very well, so I guess I don't know. That's why I didn't associate it. But uh, those are good. Yeah, <laughs> those I really like cool. this one. This might be the, my favorite one of the ones that you picked. Yeah, and I have nice. listened to some more of the uh, good old Skip Skip Ben Ben, and I, I do like them. They're good. Skip Ben Ben. And they're good. Yeah, so this particular one has kind of a, a dark long droney psychedelic one but that is is my pleasure <laughs> so that was a good one and a lot of the stuff is you know not exactly like that a little bit happier but very indie diy type stuff which is really cool to see that's coming from taiwan so you've been listening to these for a while now no no this one yeah i just just discovered yeah the majority of these pretty much except that Indonesia one, Caress, which I had on my queue for a while. Pretty much most of these are like very, very recent just for this. So this was this has been awesome, you know, to discover all sorts of new stuff. Yeah, just wait until the abstract to put Taiwan show starts up and the abstract Nepal and abstract Vietnam. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. I would love to see that. Yeah, the audience is going to revolt against you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> We'll take over with abstract Australia. <laughs> There's, I wouldn't have much to put in there. It wouldn't be very abstract. But, um, I, <laughs> I suppose you can have some Aboriginal sounds, some uh, didgeridoos and things in there too. I guarantee I can find some crazy Australian music. Yeah. yeah. I there's, actually, there's a few I, Australian bands that I'm into, but not a whole great lot. Yeah. There's a, a crazy uh, kind of death metal band that comes through our place from, from Australia, which is pretty awesome. They're lots of fun. What's their name? Ah, oh, fuck. What were they? I can't remember now. <laughs> That's how much fun I've had at their shows. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. All right. Oh, so King, we're gonna... oh, uh, King Parrot. That's King Parrot. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to play uh, Dead Floor by Skip Skip Ben Ben, and we'll be back with the final track.
All right, here we go. We've got Nepal, and the band is called The Shadows, and the song is Mount Brata. <laughs> they have a uh, 100 monthly Spotify listeners. The, sh- the magic 193. Yep. The, sh- <laughs> the Shadows were established in 1997. Their first album was called Suno Humro Awaz. Their second album, Hidne Muncha Ladcha. Lots of uh, random letters again mashed together into words here. Was uh, successful in the Nepali market and earned them the best band, best music, and best performance of the year in 2006. The band is mostly popular for its influential lyrics that discuss social issues and awareness. They traveled to three different cities of a, in Australia as part of their international tour in 2011. And I really like this band. I would, they didn't have a whole lot of stuff on Spotify, just two EPs, I think. But uh, I would definitely like to see these guys live. Yeah, so it's like power rock. Yeah, there's a bit more mainstream <laughs> than the other stuff. I think, yeah, but, uh, I, I it's interesting because uh, when I was looking for uh, how would you say it? Nepali or Nepalese uh, music for for when we do it this this show on on my end, uh, I noticed a lot of it is very kind of like like very uh, country centric, like very. Um, patriotic in a sense it's all like very power ne- nepal stuff it's, it's leave us alone awesome. china type of stuff <laughs> kind of yeah it's very very political very uh culturally uh proud per se i dig it i was trying to find something that had like uh buddhist monks in it and stuff like that but there was nothing that was really blowing me away i didn't want to just go with like buddhist monk chanting yeah. for five minutes but i wanted yeah. something to incorporate it but I couldn't couldn't find anything yeah, because unfortunately, when you you first YouTube like Nepal music, you probably get a list of like uh, Tuvi and throat singing for you know, or like throat you know Buddhist throat singing for twelve hours. Yeah, twelve hour videos. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know about this. This is a bit long for podcast. <laughs> Damn YouTube, how do you get the money to save for that space? You know, just like YouTube videos that are like. 12 hours remember back in the day <laughs> what was it 15 minutes was the limit for a video i think i think so was that like 10 years ago or something i'm not sure oh, now yeah yeah youtube's gone through all, kind of all kinds of changes subtle changes yep so we're going to play this song and then come back for a bit of a wrap-up
We're back. How did you think this episode went? We've travelled all around Asia. We've got we've had reggae, we've had some heavy stuff, a little bit of screamy, some hip hop, some older seventies stuff. Oh my god, rockabilly, yeah. kim, kimchi billy, kimchi. been everywhere. Yeah, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, which is the crazy thing. Like uh, this is kind of just a brief tour and all the music. Not in just Asia, of course, they're in the whole world, but this is ten places and already found so much crazier, crazy things, you know. 
then I people I, complain I that say, music today is terrible, but it's only because they listen to what's, what gets played on the radio. You need to yeah, the, the, go out there and look time. for stuff. Yeah, it takes time and patience to to go and look out there, and you'll find amazing songs. Which hopefully, you know, someone takes takes one of these songs home and be like, you know, this is my new jam. I would have never thought this would have came from that place. So hopefully, that you know comes through because that's what I think. Yeah, it's just amazing. I get hung up on. Japanese stuff, so this was very, very refreshing. Take a look back and see, you know, all the other stuff that's going on that is equally as amazing. You know, it's just—it's crazy how much stuff is out there. Yeah, yeah. And when you find one that's really good, you latch onto it, and then you listen to all their work, and then you're like, what other similar artists or bands Mm -hmm. that they've played with before, or you know, Mm -hmm. side groups have done, and then you just keep on finding more and more stuff. It's incredible. Crazy network, yeah. Well, is there anything else to talk about? So, what's in the pipeline for Abstract Japan apart from when we get around to doing our episode together? Uh, just keep it, keep on, keep it on. <laughs> you know, uh, probably due for a, a special, but ours will be, you know, considered a special episode. Uh, but also, you know, a kind of a themed one, a specific type of music, genre of music. So that you know, that should be up in the in the future and. You know, just still, still going, going, going. <laughs> still partying, still yeah. playing music. Yeah, not nothing specific planned, but uh, just to keep on. Yeah. Well, who knows how long this episode's gone for? Because we've been talking this for us. It's been say about thirty minutes, but uh, with all the music inserted, it's a bit longer. So, uh, okay then. I guess we're gonna say goodbye to the audience, and we'll uh, carry on for a couple minutes by ourselves. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see you on uh, the flip side of my episode. So if you yes, want to make some sure more, yeah. if you've liked this, if you, you're like, oh, I don't know about that Taiwanese song. It's like, well, yeah. uh, I might have picked a better one than Tyler picked. Yeah, who be knows? A whole fresh other awesome playlist. Like this one's awesome, and we get a chance to do it again. So I'm super psyched about that. Yeah. So make sure you go subscribe, like, comment, do all that stuff. Review, iTunes review, Abstract Japan. Uh, yeah. Dig it. Peace. And and check out your SoundCloud uh, page as well. True. SoundCloud.com slash Tyler Abstract. Yes, sir. uh, Yes, okay then. Goodbye, audience. See you next time. If we want to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting for that. Yes. It's over.